Extra Points is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for the Major League Baseball, NFL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same-game parlay. Discover the most popular same-game parlays each day right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code extra points so they know I sent you. Take it away. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Thursday morning. Yeah, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess. And joining me, as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek, Martin Weiss. What is happening, fellas? Everything is the answer. It's summertime. Aren't we supposed to be off? Isn't it supposed to be quiet in summertime in the world of sports? Anything but. Let's talk about all of it. Beer, 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 beer. Wait, we're not we're not supposed to wake up and immediately turn on the Wimbledon six, which is what I'm watching now. I have money on three of these matches so far. <laughs> I can't believe people still watch tennis. I, I, I on, re- it's really an amazing thing to me. You I, can't I, believe I just, they still watch tennis. What do you People <laughs> watch poker? What do you mean? Well, that was weird when people. That was an embarrassing little three-year window uh, yeah. for society when people sat around and watched other people playing cards. That still was goes on. Yeah, I got news for you. You can still find it on television yeah, today. All over the 600 channels and uh, DirecTV. Or you can also find it. You can find it on South TV like, Network at two o'clock in the morning too. <laughs> well, there were a lot of people. There were a lot of people like celebrities playing poker and everything else. Yeah. It's really like Ovechkin scoring goals in soccer. It's like. You know what dents the the integrity, the credibility of your sport when random celebrities or athletes who do other sports can jump out there and immediately succeed. That's yeah, not good. But not regularly. I know what you're saying. But yeah, no, the uh, Chris Moneymaker year year was the big one. He was an online guy who won, and that's when uh, that's when it turned the pros on their ears right there, right around the turn of the century, right? Oh two maybe, oh three, I think Moneymaker. But anyway. Tennis is back. That's where it's at. Also, our prop culture quiz is up there for July. Uh, We have Joey Chestnut coming on in a minute as part of the prop culture quiz. One of the questions, Joey Chestnut, over 74 and a half hot dogs consumed. Martin, you you can't really bet against this guy at this point, can you? What did he do last year? Do you know? 76. 76 76 last year. And you know, but what about the year before that? I think 75. I think he's gone up. Um, I famously bet against him. I bet under, and he had 64. And then they he announced. Uh, I've I've talked about this in my book. He's getting interviewed afterwards. I collected on my under 72 and a half because he had 64. And he's like, oh no, wait, there was another plate they didn't count. And the Carnival Barker guy is like, oh well, 74 then a new record. I was like, wait a minute, this cat this. So the integrity is in question a, a tiny bit there at uh right there in uh, Coney Island, but. We have I'm taking to talk to him about that. Which way are you going? I'm about to say, don't tell him this, but I'm taking the under. Of course, I'm going to tell him this. I'm not going to tell him. I'm going to say, I'll tell him against you. <laughs> uh, Shaq Thor to make 170 and a half million dollars. Will the Bachelorette cry in the season premiere? These are all uh, questions that can be found on our July prop 
culture quiz right there, extrapoints.com slash arcade. The winner of the June prop quiz winner was Darren Fuller with 9 out of 10, so good job by you. You get the gold cap. What do you think of Joey Chestnut coming on, Check. I think it's exciting, and I think um, I think he's to be hailed for this. You know, we, we've been talking about, like, Steph Curry, to some not victim of his own success, but he is the trailblazer, not a Portland trailblazer. But mm-hmm. Dame Lillard followed in Steph Curry's. He's probably the most prominent uh, example of, like, Steph Curry, nobody could make 28 or 30-foot three-pointers with any consistency and still, until Steph Curry did, and then Dame Lillard started doing it, and other guys, yeah. too. Joey Chestnut, really, no one, no one's really with his deeds, no one's equaled his greatness. He truly is the goat, you know, so, well, because well, there's well, not somebody come up who can match his uh, his rate of success. Yeah, I do want to talk. Nobody's dominated their sport mm-hmm. um, like he has. But it's interesting what you say about Curry because people say, "Well, move the three point line back." Martin, what's the answer with Chestnut? Make the hot dogs bigger? Well, I thought what have happened to that guy? Now, mind you, I have tapped out of this for the last 10 years because I have a yeah. very, very, very soft stomach. But Kobe wasn't Ashi. there a Japanese man? Kobayashi. Kobayashi? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure if I was making that up if it was from Star Trek because this is definitely something in Star Trek called the Kobayashi Maru. <laughs> really? From the first Star wow. Trek movie. So I was I like, I thought I was doing a little bit of transposing there. But, but yeah, what happened to that guy? Is he just like, he's out of the picture? He famously would not get drug tested for this. Is, isn't this right, Shaq, or, or a baby face? Maybe you remember. Any I have no remember? idea if you're trolling or not. No, no, he wouldn't <laughs> get drug tested. They, they tested these guys, and he wouldn't do it. So he, would, they, he couldn't compete, at least in this national, uh, the Nathan's. What do you mean? He was getting right? His, his pregame prep involved burning tree? No, it was some like, hunger or what? What the hell was it? Yeah, that would make sense. But no, what 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 kind of drug did he not, not want to be tested for, Babyface? Do you remember this? Uh, I gotta I have to look it up, but it was it was something where he did not want to. Uh, I think give his urine or no, I'm not sure if it was that, but he wouldn't. Yeah, he uh, wanted to urinate on all the hot dogs, and they're like, no, 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 you can't do this. I don't know. It's very weird <laughs> what goes on there. All right, well, we'll ask Joey Chestnut. Hey, he's here right now. All right, let's bring in our guest. You know, regardless of what his birth certificate says, this Frankfurter fairy tale character was born on the 4th of July. He's the 14-time Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest champion. And on Monday, he goes for number 15. The one and only Joey Chestnut is here. What's happening, Joey? Oh, dude, I'm living the dream. I'm just getting ready for another 4th of July, and uh, I'm, I'm getting hungry. All right, well, listen, let's get this over with because I'll hate myself if I forgot to ask. Uh, 76 last year, over under 74 and a half. I'm done betting against you unless you tell me otherwise. Are you hitting the over? I, there's no guarantees. You, you know, uh, these last last few years, I, I, dude, and I can't guarantee it. Uh, <laughs> if, if, if there were guarantees, then there'd be no point in betting, but... Uh, yeah. It, 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 it's it's rough. Uh, the, the, the contest is going back to Coney Island this year. Uh, it's, yeah. it's the first year in I think two years since COVID. So uh, I'm hoping they cook the hot dogs well, and if they're not too hot, if it, if it's hot, then it's then it's hard to eat them. And and sometimes if it's hot, then uh then they undercook the hot dogs. So uh, it, there's a little bit more. Uh, yeah, it, 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 they're changing it up this year. So uh, we'll we'll see. I think you're slow playing it. He's slow playing it. He's going to come out with 79, and we're going to be like, what the hell? What was all that hemming and hawing for? I, 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 well, could, see, I could hear it, Martin. Yeah. I, I want to know. So basically, it feels like he's talking about the difference between like a rainy day playing football and a sunny day playing football, like quarterback. So what are the perfect conditions for you to consume as many hot dogs as possible? 
I think I think the perfect is right about eighty degrees, uh, warm enough to, so so it's easy to get uh, get get amped up, get uh, your starts you start sweating. Uh, if if it's colder, uh, the hot dogs get cold. Uh, if it's too hot, then uh, then my my fat uh, then my fat body is sweating too much, and then uh, then then, then, I'm, then I'm slowing down a little bit early. But uh, I think that eighty degrees it, it would be would be beautiful. Uh, Boy, that's a great point. That's an or that's an interesting thought. That yeah, if it's super hot, yeah, who's hungry? Who wants to put a lot of food in their belly? That's got to be bad. But what's the ideal hot dog prep for you? Grilled, boiled? Oh yeah, well, flat, say yeah flat top, flat top grilled, flat top griddle is, is the best way uh, with that real that that awesome direct heat. If, if, if it's uh, boiled hot water dogs, those are not the best. Those are no good. They're, they're, those are balloons, and uh, we, we don't want to eat those. Uh, but but I, I need these these hot dogs cooked nice and well. Uh, get that juice the juice that's flowing. Uh, you, you don't want you don't want it to be uh, undercooked and rubbery. Yeah, well, you know, listen. Now you talk about ideal conditions, and I'm sure uh, Tom Brady would rather throw with uh, you know no weather whatsoever. But he still excels in the rain and the cold and the snow, and we've seen it. And we've seen you do it. It's it's always at Coney Island, 103 degrees, right? So um, I, I think it's more of a factor for your competitors than you. I think you've seen it all and done it all by now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. It's uh, I've gone through it all. Uh, it, it might make it harder to break a record, but. I'm going to break the competition no matter there what. There you go. There you go. Now, I, I bring up Brady. Do you get mad when we were just discussing before you came on? Do you get mad when people talk about Brady and LeBron as the GOAT or the current GOAT and your name is left out of the conversation? I mean, they haven't even come close to dominating their sport. And, yes, I say sport like you have. I I, I, do, I, I, love, I love Tom Brady. Uh, I, I hope I can do this when I'm 43. I'm 38 now, it, it's, and I, I it's – it's really hard getting older. It's uh, it's hard to push your body the way you did when you were younger. I used to be able to eat and do practice contests every third day, and now I have to. I, now, I, in order for me to not gain weight, I have to, I have to practice once a week. And mm-hmm. it, it's uh, it, what what they're able to do at their age. Uh, it, it's uh, it, it it makes me say, yeah, it keeps me hungry. So when you go into it, like when you go in July fourth, are you ravished? Like, are you starving? Like, how are you? Uh, did you eat? Do you eat breakfast that morning? No, like, what's, I, what's walk me through I, that day? Going to the contest, I've been eating for. It's a uh, going to the contest. I'll do it. it I'm finishing up about a two day cleanse. Uh, no, no real solid food. Uh, lemon juice, water. I, I might, I might think in a little bit of a uh, protein supplement in there, but uh, it, I, I, it's almost two days no solid food, and then. Uh, I go. I can. I can go into the contest. I'm loose, empty. I have a bunch of weird jaw exercises and almost like yoga, so that I'm, I'm keeping everything stretched and loose. And then, uh, then I, then I, I'm, I'm ready to go. And, and the cleanse also makes it easier to digest the food when, when I have that. I look at it as a, look at it like a clean highway. It, it's it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna everything's gonna go in. Everything's gonna go out. And it'll be like uh, it'll be beautiful. Interesting. You know, I I was thinking about this and, you know, I I know you compete. uh, This is the main event. This is the Super Bowl. But you're in competitive eating events all throughout the year and you excel in those as well. But for most people, most people only lay eyes on you once a year. And it would be great. Uh, You're still you're a skinny guy by all intents purposes for what you do. Wouldn't it be great if one year you just showed up, you were 400 pounds? (laughs) I uh, 
Oh, if I if I was four hundred pounds, I'd probably lose. It, really? it would be a bummer. Uh, I think it'd be crazier if I came up with a six, came out with a six pack. That that'd yeah. be that'd be insane. And then then I just uh, keep eating like a beast. But uh, yeah, yeah, go one it, way or the other. Yeah, I would think. Yeah. Is there <laughs> an optimal weight though? Like, because it seems to me if you were morbidly obese, that would lend itself to ingesting a ton of food in one sitting or would you if you had to choose you have to be 400 pounds or you can be a man of sinewy muscle with like two percent body fat which is the yeah. better uh, version the of you for pounds, yeah the, the only problem with being 400 pounds yeah is it's is you get winded there are big guys who are 400 pounds <laughs> who can eat, eat over over, <laughs> over two hour period they can eat as much as me but over yeah. that 10 period 10 minute period they get winded, and when you're breathing through your mouth, you're not eating. So, uh, it, 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 the healthier I am, the more I mean that. The fat people who get winded eating are that's that's uh, quite a sight. Um, but where do you come down on? Because we've been talking here, the the hot dog is a close cousin of the sausage, the link. Where do you come down? Sausage <laughs> uh, links or sausage patty? You can only have one for the rest of your life. Oh, I, I, I would. I'll go sausage links. The patties are only for breakfast. You get the links. You could you could have any time of the day. Interesting. If you were having a breakfast sandwich every morning for the rest of your life, would that impact your sausage decision? It's all tough questions. It, 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 it would, uh, but it, I, I don't eat breakfast. I, I'm a one meal day kind of guy. I, I, breakfast is coffee for me, and uh, maybe if I'm out for brunch. On mm -hmm. Sunday morning, drinking and have—that's that's when I have other breakfast items. But uh, it, it's uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, it, I, I think ooh, yeah, I'm, I'm breakfast sa the sausages are the way. For, yeah. Links. If you had to dip one kind of sausage in your coffee, ah, forget it, forget it. That's, a, that's enough sausage, Chuck. But you know, <laughs> I was thinking though. You know, you have so much power. You're the undisputed king of competitive eating. What if? On Monday, as they're counting you down, you turn to your competitors and say, hey, guys, why don't we take it easy? Why don't we enjoy this meal? Let's eat at a reasonable pace and get to know each other. Maybe have a Merlot. Could you do something like that? You think they would all join in? I mean, you're the man. No, the crowd would boo. <laughs> Literally, they're, they're like the audience is like 30,000 people, and they've yeah. been standing in the heat. They, they, they would probably attack me if I, if I didn't try to go for a rip. <laughs> And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, there's 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 a little bit of pressure. There's electricity uh, on the Fourth of July, and I'm, I'm going to be pushing. Yeah, the you have low idea. That's too heavy a drink in summertime, Sal. You don't yeah. drink. That's a, that's uh, a heavy wine. I'm not. Now, listen, yeah, you guys, it's something cool and crisp. Okay, all right. This Whatever. guy gets it. Chestnut, your your run here is remarkable in the history of sports. We will we will uh, call back to it. In these 16 years, I've talked to you a number of times and asked you to do this. You might need to get, as a vet now, get in the heads of the younger athletes here. I Please do it this year. Before it starts, oh, you say, hold up, Judge. Before we start this thing, I need a vanilla shake and some gravy fries. Don't you see how intimidating that would be to your foes? You're like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy my wiener, though, with with uh, with some nice cheese fries or something like that. Don't you see the impact that would have psychologically? I, I'm a, yeah, I, I've always wanted to like, I, I want I want this chili on my dogs. Don't serve these <laughs> hot dogs without chili. I, I need more. <laughs> I think it would be a real it would be a power move to just mm -hmm. like it, it's, it's not enough just to eat a plane. Yeah, so, I mean, I could see how it gets boring for you. I was thinking about this. What? 
you know, when a team or even individuals win a championship or a gold medal, they get invited to the White House. Have you ever received an invitation? <laughs> no, this is this is bull crap. All uh, every single I started winning when George Bush was president, or uh-huh. the and, and, and Bush, Obama, Trump. But uh, nobody, no, nobody's showing me any love. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> bipartisan being bipartisan in Norway. I got invited to the Playboy Mansion by the way back when. And we, I didn't get no White House, no White yeah. House invite. Playboy Mansion's better. I've been to both. I think. Uh, I, I, think I thought it was a little good. bit old, a little bit dated. Yeah, I guess so. so. So you would go. I mean, you don't care who's in office. If you were invited, you would go, right? It's the leader of the free world. You, right. you, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I would go. <laughs> well, Trump's got to be your ideal because he would lay out that spread of other champions of uh, of hamburgers and French fries. That would be your dream, right? Yeah. You would consume that table in about uh, four minutes. You know, I, I think Bill Clinton might have been the best. He's <laughs> <laughs> all McDonald's, right? <laughs> but, uh, what's this? Yeah, Trump throws his uh, lunch at the wall, so you, you, you might be in danger. You got you got to be careful there. Um, well, Trump also likes ketchup with his steak. And that's right. That's, that's a little bit iffy. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm fascinated to know, like, when you introduce yourself to people who don't already know you and they uh, they know your name, you're like, I'm Joy Chestnut. And they're like, wait, the guy who eats hot dogs on Fourth of July? That's disgusting. Like, like uh, does that happen? Or, ah, uh, Martin, come on. The people who think it's, that's my name. And, and so they, they, they don't really care. Uh, they don't know me. Um, but usually, like they they think, oh, Joey Chestnut, I know you from. Did I go to high school with you? They, they they think they know me from somewhere, and then then all of a sudden it hits them, and then they, and it's and it's like I'm their brother, and we, we're drinking and laughing together. But how was that like becoming Joey Chestnut, right? Because at some at one point you weren't the the most famous and best professional eater of all time, I, like, and I imagine like you had to like rise through the ranks. That had was that weird. Like socially, it was. It was uh, I don't know. It, it, it just happened. It was like I got on this wave. I started doing this contest when I was twenty-one, and I was yeah. like, "Oh my god, I don't have to hold back eating anymore. I, I can get on stage and just eat like a madman." Oh, that's a great feeling. What a great yeah, feeling! It, it, was, it, was, it was like I, I got, and then it just kept getting bigger and bigger, and it. it and then I gave up my day. I, I used to have a real job in construction management, where I where I was arguing over change orders and schedules, and now. Now I get to eat. It's like I, 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 I'm a lucky dude. When you were working construction, was lunch like three and a half hours? I mean, the, the foreman was probably like, hey, what the hell's going on here? Get back. No, I, I was on a job site. Yeah, lunch was half an hour. Wow. It, 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 you have to eat fast. Yeah. That's where you um, learn to eat fast. Interesting. Okay. What's the best and, and or worst reaction you've gotten as Joey Chestnut, the eating champion, walking into a restaurant? Do people go like, oh, my God, we're a food place and we have the king of food here? Or is it like, well, close for the day? We'll, 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 Depends uh, if it's a buffet. If it's a buffet, guy. I'm sure it makes all the yeah, difference, right? right? Yeah. Usually really, really happy. And like like the if, if it's if it's a good restaurant and there's a chef there that's proud of their food, then I get to meet the chef and their show or, or the owner of the restaurant wants to show me the kitchen. They show me the things that they're really proud of. <laughs> And like, oh, dude, check out, check out this, this awesome meat slice I got. Like, yeah, let's fucking slice some meat. <laughs> do you, so, do you cook as well? I'm a, do, do, or is that 
Are you? But, just, uh, yeah, usually, usually they're really happy I'm there. Uh, at one time, I think uh, I, I went to an all-you-can-eat sushi place, and they, they made me get sick. Uh, they got me sick. No, uh, I, really? I, I, I just I was there a little bit too. I love some nigiri just to fish and rice, and uh, right. that, that's. Uh, then you found was, out you, you found out Kobayashi was in the kitchen. Yeah, that's where it all went sideways. Yeah, interesting. Uh, all right, well, listen, I want to let you go here. I know you have a lot of study. Do you watch tape? Do you, is that even a, a a factor in your preparation? Do you watch tape of last year or other eaters or anything like that, or is it just I would you know, say practiced. Practice tape is, is uh, where it's at. Uh, yeah. Starting to slow down, but I, I feel good. I, I feel like uh, my jaws, throat. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm ready to eat. All right. Well, we're ready to bet on you. And uh, <laughs> over 74 and a half hot dogs consumed. That's what I'm hearing for Joey Chester. I was a little bit, uh, uh, I wasn't sure about your. Uh, <laughs> I don't your, know, man. Yeah. Don't hold me to it. <laughs> You're going to do uh, it. I'm, I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. I can, I can guarantee you the win. <laughs> okay, guaranteed. Get, guaranteed I'm, I'm, win. Fifteen-time champ. I'm gonna get he's, the win. He's Joe Namathing it right here in New York, doing it again. Joey Chestnut, thanks for coming on. I appreciate it. There you go. All right. Well, we have to bet on him. I, I don't know the odds. It, you can't really bet on him. He's just it's a such a prohibitive favorite. I think he's like it's like minus ten thousand or something, Martin. But what do you think? I can't just buy that. I, I just can't imagine that twenty-two-year-old Joey Chestnut was like his friends were just all in support of I, my friends would have bullied me to where I would have stopped. Well, he, he wasn't, it was different because he didn't, uh, well, he wasn't automatically 400 pounds. So then it wasn't like you didn't have everybody who's like, all right, this is a problem. You're going to die. You're going to kill yourself. It's like, Fair. holy shit, he's eating a lot and he's putting it down and he's not gaining a ton of weight and, and he's making money off of this. Right. Check. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, you know, I think it's cool that he can say, like, you know, his catchphrase could be, like, I'm Joey Chestnut, and I'm mm -hmm. still hungry for championships yeah. and also wieners. Like, you know, like, I think that's a, there's a, a cool vibe, and we've really watched him mature over the years, haven't mm -hmm. we? You know, it's been a, a, a long run for him, and it's uh, been satisfying to watch. And as he touched on himself, he is an American hero, an American success story. Yeah. Quit construction to eat the all-American food wieners. And I wonder no, how many chestnuts he could eat, though. Ooh, well, let's get him back. Let's get him. So it's, it's ten. So the the contest is ten minutes. It's how much? As much as you get in ten minutes, right? Right. That's it. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Minutes. So it's really you're just competing against yourself, right? If you could block everything else out. When I asked him about watching tape and stuff, it's like, no. What's the point? You you have to. You know a number you have to hit, and if you hit that number, none of these other clowns are going to get there. It is weird that no one's really stepped up in the last decade to be like yeah what's your food challenging. what's your food sal if mm -hmm. we did an extra points staff eating competition but since you're at the top of the mountain you get to choose the food yeah go ahead and call well it. it's dumb because i can go through a car i love blueberries and i can go through a cart and just pick and pick and throw them in, in about uh mm -hmm. 15 or 20 seconds but that's not satisfying if you want something hearty i'll i'll uh I could do chicken wings. I used to do, I mean, I used to eat for comedy all, all the time. Mikey Meatballs knows there's a place called Rose and Thistle. They'd have a buffet. I'd do the Sizzler buffet. And undoubtedly, we'd go to the buffet. I'd eat like a freaking pig. And then we'd pull over. And I once vomited in a person's driveway. And the, like a six-year-old is like, Mommy, there's a man throwing up in our driveway. Like that's how it ended every single time. So I was into this for sure. But I think I'd have to say chicken wings. 
uh, to answer. Well, philosophically, and I think Chestnut, because I've asked him that question before, I think it's a part of the actual rules. If you puke during the competition, oh, yeah, you're at out. the yeah, Nathan yeah. Singh, you're out. You but keep it up. I think vomiting after the fact also should disqualify you, morally at minimum. You know, it's like if, if that's what you're doing, then are you after, really competitive? A, a, how far after. after? I mean, do they follow you to your home? What do you mean? I mean, yeah, period. If you, if you can't hold it, then you, uh, then are you really eating it, period? I'm sorry to attack you, but I think that that's fair. And that would, no, that's okay. I would have to stipulate, if you want to do wing eating, mm -hmm. I... I'll check as a competitive wing eater yeah. of some success myself. I here and now would challenge you to a head to head with the stipulation. If you puke those wings yeah, up in the fine. next couple hours, that's Listen, bogus. I famously, it was me and Joe House and House Eats Three for the, uh, you know, the Grantland. By the way, Simmons, if there's no House Eats Three, Simmons sells the ringer for $35. I mean, honestly, that's what put it on the map. <laughs> Uh, even though it was Grantland at the time, but it uh, uh, enabled him to open the ring. I don't know. What would you say, Mark? What's your food of choice? Honest, I had I throw up at everything now. Like <laughs> I, I seriously Let's about two this. weeks ago, I discovered that I have acid reflux. So like I've uh, uh, did had no idea what it was. I had to go to the doctor and everything. So like mm. I'm eating eating nothing but greens. Like the concept of eating. Like a yeah. hundred chicken wings or fifty right. hot dogs or even a slice of pizza right now is so disgusting to my stomach. Right. And I can't know. However, I do have a question for you though, Mr. Yeah. Chicken Wing, because I feel like that, that that's only half the answer. Yeah. Because if you could go barbecue, you could go hot chicken wing, go lemon pepper. You, I mean, there's so many different flavors, all of which I feel like should have an impact on how many you could eat in one. Well, second. I think you pick your well, I guess, I don't know. Shaq, how do we do this? I mean, yeah, you're right. If it's too hot after a while, it doesn't matter how much meat you could consume. You're going to get um, sick from the sauce. Or if it's too sweet, I, I'm starting to love uh, lemon pepper uh, with no no. I'm about to say, like, the because Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast was named uh, from, a, the love was there before the podcast. Like, yeah. I probably could do now, I, like, I could do dirty some lemon pepper and more. You can. Lemon pepper wings. Yeah, but you're not going to you're going to vomit after the first wing? I mean, that's not going to be hope fun not. to watch. I yeah. sure the hope The extended not. fat of lemon pepper wings it bemuses me they're fine i'm not i'm not uh, yeah. over my skis for them they're they're okay if you if it's, it's like we got 50 wings and you can choose as many as three different sauces like yeah okay if one of them is lemon pepper i'll eat them but those definitely are not at the top but this is a contest them. this is a different question than what's your favorite wing right it's like how many can you skin off the bone you know in 10 minutes so what but i ain't joey chestnut then? and i'm trying to bring him over to my side spiritually the That's point true. of it's not just it's not just strategy to order the shake and the bacon wrapped around the wiener and everything else mm -hmm. it's eating for pleasure rather than being a remorseless eating machine like homer simpson That's at, right. at the all you can eat you see that's I eat for pleasure. I once challenged a great parlor trick, by the way. My pals and I, um, I once said, I can eat that entire watermelon. We had a, I don't remember why it was there, but we had a whole big watermelon. And I said, I could eat that in under an hour. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, people took sides and everybody threw in $100. And, um, and I was going to make out pretty good from that. And about 20 minutes in, the watermelon was already half gone. And then in there, I said, competition over. I'm done. They said, what are you talking about? We're not done. You didn't eat it all. I said, I think I've proven the point. I could consume <laughs> oh, yeah. the rest oh, of this, wow. but it's not a good watermelon. I don't like this watermelon. And yeah. again, I eat for pleasure. 
you know, and I'm not going to eat a bum watermelon. Get me you a good watermelon. You think that maybe after, after eating 20 straight minutes of watermelon, you maybe didn't want to do it any longer? Of course. It's like maybe yeah. the first bite of watermelon was just fine. Yeah, and then by bite out. What are you saying about me? What are you That's accusing it. me of, Martin? I'm not accusing you of anything. You're the one that said you welched out. It's supposed to be an hour I didn't watermelon. welch out anything. I told you I, 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 I eat... Because I because it's a, an act of pleasure. I don't I'm care what money's the on contest. the line. I'm not soulless. I'm changing the I'm contest. I've decided I don't like the taste anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, I, everybody, I, I, throw, everybody throw your money in. You lost. Look, I'm, guys play football for fun, but they don't quit with seven minutes left in the second quarter after they don't like the way it right. feels when they get hit. Some of them do. Well, if I, if I bet on them, they do, I feel like. If hey. it makes you feel any better, it's an yeah. argument about who owes whom money to this day. There's still an ongoing debate on... Uh, group text messages about like you still owe me the hundred dollars like I no it. i don't because he quit the competition so i don't owe you and so there's a whole lot uh, well you still continues. owe me three dollars i love that this isn't just our thing right martin yeah this is, he's got side text chains from year, decades long uh going about this but anyway <laughs> listen if you want to bet through a <laughs> an entity that's going to pay up it's fanduel sportsbook do it the baseball season turn K's into cash this year and big hits into big wins. FanDuel Sportsbook. Right now, new customers can step up to the plate with a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Just sign up, place your first bet, and FanDuel will give you up to $1,000 back in free bets if you don't win. It has great promotions every day. It's a safe and secure app. You get paid fast. What, what more do I need to say? There's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sportsbook. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code extra points to get started with your no sweat first bet up to one thousand dollars uh i'll tell you what there's no sweat in betting these yankees my god this is now they're 36 games over 500 if they went 500 the rest of the year check they win 100 games what are we what, what's the point what's the point anymore watching this team it, My God. It, it's a bummer because I like to jag around with the Eddie Spaghetti's of the world and congratulate and Nick Costos, who I just talked to uh, uh -huh. yesterday. Um, I like to uh, congratulate in advance to, you know, because yeah. I'm a classy guy. So congratulations, Eddie Spaghetti and New York Yankees fans the world over. You're going to be the 2022 World Series champion, except that, of course, with this cockamamie postseason that's meant to engage more fans, uh -huh. it's it's an injustice. The Yankees are by far the best team, and pretty standardly, they would be locked into it. If you are this good at any for any prolonged stretch in the regular season, you are destined to win the World Series. But now with the wild card crap, it's got to be a little scary if you're a Yankees fan. You're out yeah, of justice. Obviously, should be in the World Series now, awaiting your foe. That's the only. Right. It has been exactly ten minutes since I asked if the eating competition was ten minutes. So just think about the time in this that oh, period wow. in time. <laughs> that's seventy-five potential, like approximately seventy-five hot dogs eaten by Joey Chestnut. Yeah, but Sheck would have bailed out three minutes in and said, "I've proved my point. Look at these eight wings I ate." No, not if they were nice grilled wieners like Chestnut yeah. uh, vouched for. I mean, but this, that was that's what ten minutes feels like. If you know, ten minutes of real time, just. Just Thank wow. You. See, or 30 I, I, seconds of listening to Dave talk feels like 10 minutes. I got to say, say, that, that is the, true. The, the lemon pepper parlay host between Martin letting us know what 10 minutes feels like and, and Mark letting us know what time it is every you know hour on the hour, <laughs> half hour. Really, it's amazing. Got, I mean, that's your thing. You, <laughs> that is your Look, lane. <laughs> we got we to gotta keep the people informed, especially yeah. the kids in Kansas City. I got it, <laughs> especially the Kansas City kids. Uh, Just be great, would you please? All right, listen. <laughs> 
Yankees are four to one odds to win the whole thing. Dodgers right behind them, plus four fifty. Those freaking Astros are just crushed. My Mets are six to one, and then the Mets are seven to one. Get some pitching help in a minute. But uh, well, Spaghetti, I'll say this now. Well, how do you feel now? Damashek has, much like he did with the Rangers, congratulated them on a Stanley Cup uh, midway through the season. He's doing that with your Yankees. Do you appreciate this? You tell him to f off. It's I, I hate when people do that because I mean you, you guys Dave. you yeah. guys know what kind of you guys know what kind of fan I am that I'm like I'm negative right. like I don't believe the team actually won until you know uh, I guess a hot dog eating contest after the final out um, yeah. so I'm I sent this exact text message a few days ago to my friends in New York uh, all Yankees fans pretty much and uh, after one of their dramatic comfort behind wins I said when they lose to the Astros in the ALCS I will kill myself that was the exact text message. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. That's not good. So I don't I even though they're playing great. Uh, I mean, I never feel like they're going to lose a game, even when they're down five runs. I'm like, they'll come back. They'll find a way to oh. come back. Um, I I'm just a nervous fan. I'm a terrible fan. I mean, should we cancel Wait. your health insurance? It doesn't seem fair that you could just uh, kill yourself at the end of all this. I won't. For anyone listening, also, I won't take, actually do that. Okay, good. You're taking me to task for backing out because I didn't like the watermelon. If he doesn't kill himself, he's going to get what for from you guys. <laughs> yeah, somebody's got to come through on these promises, uh, for God's sakes. No, but they're boring. Like, Stanton's taking half swings and sending up in the bleachers. Like, I, I can't even watch the Yankees anymore. I guess we, I guess we just bet it, much like we did the minus nine and a half uh, both ways, Martin. Um, it was that's what I've been doing the last three eyes. weeks. That's it. Yankees minus one and a half, although they've had a couple three twos in there. Yeah. No, what I've been doing is if, if they go down early, I just mm-hmm. live bet the money line that whatever it is, because right. they, like, 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 that's like what he just it. said. They're that's going smart. to come back. That's smart. But here's right. the legit the, the legit question. If you're going to wager on it. Uh-huh. Is four to one is pretty good, right? Is it? it, it I mean, that's not bad for no, but a juggernaut it, it, team. Except like this the way you set it up, the way you set it up, it, it, it's kind of a coin flip once you get into the playoffs. The one thing they do have going right. for them that they didn't is this staff is pretty good. These arms are really taking them through it. But you know, again, it's the end of June. Uh, who but knows? But also, but well, that's my question, and that's why I will yeah. forever rail against the stupidity of short series in the postseason let alone multiple ones just to get to the world series is because if you catch the astros and you're the yanks and justin verlander's out there pitching as he is now that can end you know right. 115 win season sure. right quick you know you know how they hit and when it gets cold that third week in october gets cold all of a sudden the batting averages go down 20 points but to, to my thing with what i started with if you're just talking purely odds and what did I say? If they go 500 the rest of the way, they have 100 wins, which will probably be enough to win the division. Yeah, four to one is, is good because then they'll be at plus 250, I think, at, at the highest, I think, uh, after they make the playoffs, if they keep this up. Martin, uh, well, for, oh, I did want to mention Manfred came out, Commissioner Manfred came out, said we're going to have robot umpires by 2024. And I know we've been screaming about this every time there's a, a check swing or, or one, something, a pitch that's a foot outside that they call a strike, but... Are we going to regret this? I just, you know, I've like I, I've watched more baseball this summer than I have in a long, long time, and mm-hmm. I just the fear, like the fury, especially last night in the Washington Pittsburgh game that I had betting on the Nationals and watching the umpires get <laughs> our, several calls wrong, right? Like several, like they, I love they, that they, you want you're betting Washington the, Pittsburgh. I love it. <laughs> well, it's the middle of the day, right? You know, yeah. so what else? What else do I have going on? Right. I'm with you. I'm but, staring at t- tennis right now. Yeah. But part of it is like there has to be some. I 
They were there in baseball, especially. I feel like there needs to be more of the human element than ever before, because when you go to review or go to replay, there's never been a sport that I've seen that seemed you see you learn so little from replay review, and and so I in just baseball? I just yeah in baseball because it's like and then uh, uh, that's the biggest sport to me where review takes away. Like, the intent of what it was supposed to be. Like, if the guy yeah. beat the throw into the bag, then he's safe. I don't care if his hip came off the bag in between transitioning from his elbow to his knee. Because he's not a gymnast. He's a second baseman. Right? right. So, I, I, I feel like we're all getting too close to what we what we deem as, like, perfection. Like, because we all idea that we want the right call. And I don't think that we really want the right call. Then we want the most obvious call. Well, I'll and tell so, you what I want. Yeah, no, I, and and... My biggest problem with it is I would miss the arguing by the player, the yeah. Im- immediate reaction of a of a batter uh, throwing, you know, tossing mm. his bat to the dugout, thinking he walked when he really struck out. Like to me, that's great. But so, Shaq, is it just like, oh, Sal, grow up already? Why do you have to see more arguing? Just get it right and move on and go through the game, and maybe it makes the game quicker. God forbid. Do we even have, though? Because I think you're calling back to our youth when Earl Weaver and then Lou Pinella. Does anybody really do that anymore? Billy Martin, obviously, is maybe the best of them all. But No, Earl Weaver was the best. Weaver was great. Bobby Cox got thrown out of more games than anybody, but that was a little later than the 70s. Sparky Anderson was fun with that. Uh, Oh, Billy Martin, yeah, you said that. that, He'd pick up bases. Was it Lloyd McClendon or was it Lou Pinella? I can't think of who it was who picked up the bases. Pinella did it. I think it was Pinella. Cincinnati, yeah, Cincinnati, and kicking game. dirt on another grown man but is so, pretty fun. Okay, so but eighty percent of that is taken care of by the replay. Like uh, uh, a manager is not going to have a stroke going out there arguing a close play at first. He'll just like do do the whirl around and say, "Hey, we're going to replay that." Um, so balls and strikes is all we have left. The last, the I think last, it's good, uh, but the last one I, I can remember is, like, is Brad Ausmus in Detroit. He stormed out and and covered like he he got kicked out of the game. He stormed yeah. out, covered the uh, home plate with his uh with his whatever he was wearing, like this like warm-up jersey, because you know, nobody wears the jersey for They don't wear the warm-ups. Mm-hmm. He covered home play with that and then got kicked out of the game. But I think to your point, there's not there's not too many. Well that's why you'll see Marty's- clips like you'll see like minor league, a single A minor league umpire because there's no replay there. You'll see the coaches and managers just going nuts, like, ah, that's what I missed. But but is it dumb to hang on to something like this? Yeah, it's a no. guy, it's gotten to be a performance with those guys, you know. Right. Like, what is that? That's ten, fifteen years ago at this point now, where that minor league uh, skipper was pretending to like throw grenades from he was hiding behind the mound yeah. and doing all like. Obviously, you know your camera uh, cameras are mm-hmm. on. You stop dancing, um, but I think Marty's right that the thing that we have to figure out is what well, we uh, the the leagues need to figure out is. You know the the bang bang nature of place. I think the spirit of the rule is most sort of what are we doing here? Is like possession of the football from a, a receiver. Like it's like he has control. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know he's like yeah, but you can see the ball move there. But is he is the ball under his control? Yes. Like how do you figure out that gray nuance? And that's the issue. I can, I'm with Marty completely. Like. On that double play, did his foot hit the bag before he leapt over the the run? You know, all that kind of stuff. We have to figure that out because absolutism ain't great either. Like, it's like, 
yeah. what I'm talking about. Control is like, yeah, but he possessed that. If you see the ball move by an inch, you're going to overturn that great uh, superhuman deed that the guy had getting two feet down at the back of the end. Oh, but the ball moved. Like, yeah, but he possessed the ball. Come on, everybody. Yeah. How do you a- accommodate that? Well, the, uh, I mean, I don't know. And there's still like the check swing in the Giants game to end the Giants season against the Dodgers last right. year. Is that I, I don't think the robot umps, they, they won't be... That, they won't be accountable for that, right? You still need the first base um, to punch them out or or not, right? I, they still have some decision-making. I think that would be one of the very few things left that you couldn't review yeah, and the robots wouldn't take over. Look, it's two different things. It's what's pleasing to the eye, what's going to bring in more viewers, and uh, the second thing is what's right, right? So get it right, but do we get kids to watch more if there's less arguing, less fighting? You know, I think we do. I don't know. Do we talk about this on... Uh, against the odds or extra points. You know, when hockey went down, they're like, okay, there's not nearly as much fighting, but there is a sweet spot where you do want a couple of fights per week, a couple of fight per game or something, right? Um, to leave the uh, the purist or the, the, the old-timer fan interested. I think I think they go work backwards with that, don't they? Well, ultimately, we're here for fun. Right. Like, it's entertainment. It's what it's supposed to be. It comes on TV just like Mad Men and, and, and all these other, you know, all the other... TV shows like it comes on TV just like that for that reason. So we sit there and watch it like like it's a movie. I'd like to see a little bit of drama in my movie and replay right. to me. Like I I I would be a hundred percent for taking away all of it, all of it. Add, mm. add more officials if you'd like. Add like two more officials and completely eliminate the Secaucus replay booth. Uh, you know, Gene Steratore, America's referee, can go off and retire, hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm good with. It. I don't ever need to hear. Oh, well, you know, if he didn't have, like, no, I need. If you can't figure it out in 15 seconds, do it again. All right, I don't know. Wow, look at Marty Weiss. Welcome middle. to the old Manning cast. Yeah. Yeah. Marty Seriously. had it in him. It takes you, you don't want away. it to be right? This isn't no, a fungible no, element no, yeah, of right. sport. It shouldn't be. No, it should they, be right theory, is what you in, want. It's not the same theory. as like... Look, in theory, it's not it'd be a great. test of the human limits. Like sport, like the athlete is like, can he do this? Can he come through with another high end athlete trying to stop him from doing that? And he's right. going to make mistakes along the way. That's not the measure of a referee. They should be absolutely right all the time, and whatever gets it right, because that's not supposed to be fluid or left to an individual human being to determine. Was he for, was was his foot down first, or did the ball get there? Like all that? No, it should be a hundred percent right, a hundred percent of the time. Especially when we watching at home can see the right and wrong of it. I get what you're talking about. I'm with you about like, well, there's some that are super duper close, but. 99% of the time when we're watching at home, if we're diehard sports fans, within 20 seconds, we know like, oh, no, they, they, they have to overturn that. And then they take nine minutes to figure well, out listen, the same thing that we already knew. Everybody. But ultimately, we want it right. Well, it, that, yeah. lets off, that lets the referee off the hook. Like, we don't have to overturn. Like, like, like when LeBron James misses a three-pointer that missed a game, we don't go, oh, we got to go overturn that. No, he missed the shot because he, like, for whatever, he made a lot before, but he missed that one. If the referee misses the call, how is it, first of all, on the team that the, that was, that on the team that was violated by the referee, it's on them to be like, hey, ref, you got this wrong. And then if they're right, they can't even challenge you again when you just proved you're bad at your job. It, wow, like, it, it, it completely eliminates all the responsibility off of the referee to no, have no, replay no. in the idea. Because what you that, said no, two minutes wanna, ago. 
What you said two minutes ago answers your issue. Was it that is two minutes? Wow, so it's five, five times two minutes is what we would... <laughs> it, all right. I'm, Listen, I'm gonna go. you, yeah. Marty, you just said... we're. I mean, the joke that everybody makes, the snark that everybody says is, hey, refs, we ain't here to watch you. Who gives a crap about, like, well, human error? I don't want any human error from that position on the uh, in the watch that I'm having. Yeah. I want to see the fallibility of human beings competing. So the referee, rather- get it right 100% of the time, please. First of all, it's impossible for anybody to get it right 100% of the time. But However... I do think that it's something that we see. You see different athletes every single year. There's rookies that come in and veterans that retire. There's been the same referees or the same, like, stable of referees across sports, mind you, in basketball and football. Mm -hmm. Since I've, like, for the vast majority of my, I don't understand how there's not new referees coming in. Where's the new young referee that has has now supplanted somebody who's, uh, somebody old, that's not happening in this way. And it's part of the reason why I feel like is because we have this. Like, if you want your officials to be right 100% of the time, then perhaps you should fire officials who get things wrong. Well, Bill right. Vinovich called the yeah. Super Bowl last year and also blew the pass interference call. Like, I know, like, you see what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't... But I think football's different because we still don't know what an effing catch is, okay? So there's a lot of ambiguity. There's much less ambiguity. What is that word? In baseball, where if you get the balls and strikes right, which we can through a computer, um, then 98% of that, if you uh, also include replay on close plays at first and stuff like that, Really, 98% of baseball is bulletproof in terms of bad calls if we get the, if the computer umps are in there uh, behind the plate. And you really, like Shaq says, you don't want to give the wrong team the World Series win like you potentially did in 1985, right? Isn't that the thing? Isn't that the pushback right here? It's like, don't make the wrong team win because of a bad call. Right. And I think well, you could especially solve with that wagering, with you know, with, oh, with the yeah. prominence of wagering now, you just can't have that because people immediately and have yeah. forever. But now even more so jump to like the 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 refs are in on it. And by the way, as a side note, I think it's crazy. that it's just out in the open that we talk about, like, I think this team, I think that ref hates my team. When people say that about any other sport, it's kind of laughable in yeah. the NBA. It's like. Oh, yeah, the st- st- statistics bear it out. Like, that team loses yeah. or that guy doesn't get called. 16 and that one. The C- Celtics, were, Celtics were 16 and one. What was the referee's name? Martin Lewis was uh, his last name. With 16 and one. Like, all right, well, maybe. Uh, the, the number one one is Scott. Is Chris Paul has never won a playoff game that Scott yeah. Foster has officiated. Yeah, like, it's pretty weird. It's pretty weird that the, he should, I'll he tell should you just something, be Dave, just as, a, as somebody who wagered on the uh, the Pirates and the Nationals yesterday, watching an 11-minute review, <laughs> and, and then I, I, I wasn't satisfied. I wasn't like, oh, my God, thank goodness that they got this one right, because now I feel so that much better about the fact that the Nationals got four outs in one inning, and nobody seemed to care. That yeah, is but that's a, that's, a, that's a crappy canard that I don't know the roots of it or what goes on with that. As I say, you know the call. If you put... Uh, we've had this conversation. If you put me, Sal, and Hench mm-hmm. in a room on NFL Sunday and said, you guys are in charge of making all the calls here, anything that's questionable, you make it, we not only would get the calls right 100% of the time, we would do it in about 11 seconds. No, would Hench, like, wouldn't. Hey, Hench wouldn't. Hey, ref, you got that one wrong. Go overturn that one. 
Keep playing, everybody. No reason for a 10-minute stop down to assess the video. Hench we would see need, it immediately. Hench would need 45 minutes at least uh, because you'd have to hear his assessment before he actually made it official. But they right, would like everybody our- to get pulled over for going one mile over the speed limit. <laughs> Me, well, I, 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 absolutist! Listen, I did. I just said I wouldn't. What I do want to make Marty and people feel happy is because I think the weird adjustment for real will be optically. Isn't it going to be weird when there's a batter and there's a catcher and then nothing else? Our whole lives we've seen the yeah, that's ump- what's weird. Exactly. Down. We need a robot. We, it's not just like people say, "Oh, robot umps." We need literal robots. Well, they put a cardboard ump behind the catcher. I hope so. I don't wonder, I wonder. That's what I'm getting at. Well, until then, we still have the same rules, and we're going to do our plays of the day based on those. I'm taking the Padres plus 108 over the Dodgers. Joe Musgrove has been dynamite, 8-1, and one, like a 2-12 ERA. Probably should start the All-Star game. Padres have won 64% of their games as an underdog this year. They're actually better on the road. 10 over 500, game and a half back. I was wrong about this team. And even without Tatis and Machado now for a bit, they're still thriving. Cronenworth, Voigt, Hosmer picking up the slack. Tonight, Musgrove shuts blue down in Chavez Ravine. Take the pods plus 108. Martin, you're going, you're going back to Pirates uh, Nationals? Well, I'm going back to the Pirates, but they're uh, playing the Brewers tonight. Okay. Uh, first of all, I, like the gar- I always like these games that start now. Like, the Guardians are going to win today, but by the time everybody hears it, it'll right. be too late to bet on it. Uh, I play it today. I'm going to take the Brewers on the money line, and I'm going to parlay it, parlay it with the uh, over nine. Uh, mm-hmm. The Brewers are 4-0 in their last four. And the Pirates are 1-5 in their last six versus a team with a winning record. And the Pirates got the luckiest win of all time, despite, you know, numerous uh, replay reviews. Mm-hmm. Uh, they couldn't seem to get a call to go their way. And uh, the Brewers' bats have been hot. They're oh, it's what they're over. The over is six zero and one in their last seven. So I'm going to take wow. that. That gives you a nice little plus money payout. Uh, Shaq, well, going against your team. I do like that over, and I'm inclined to maybe change my pick to join Marty on that one. I do think uh, that that he's right because for whatever ails them, that they, they do have some nice young bats. That's an emerging storyline. Uh-huh. Um, for uh, with, with the with them Buckos Brian Reynolds on uh, Wednesday uh, hit three out the the Brewers Pirates matchup specifically uh, over the last few years swings heavily in favor of the Brewers Adrian Hauser who's getting the start for the Brewers has not been great he's won he's lost three out of his last four um, so. I, I think I will officially do that and join Marty on the over. I was going to say O'Neill Cruz is a fun bet, but that's a little bit of a reach. You know, uh, you could go Brian Reynolds at plus 440, O'Neill Cruz at plus 460, this is and to hit a Brian home run? Hayes at, at plus 560, one of those guys to go yard. Mm-hmm. I will go O'Neill Cruz for the fun sake. If you haven't seen this kid swing a bat, it's quite a thing we were talking about. He's a string bean who's six foot seven and somehow coordinates at the point of impact. And it's uh, unlike anything you've seen since Dave Winfield or maybe Daryl Strawberry. Hauser has not been great for a good ball club, though. Um, and I'm going to say with Marty. Take the over. I'm not going to bet against. I'm not going to take the Brewers, who will very likely win this game, out of a sense of morality and uh, civic. Dave, uh, what is the uh, what's the big fella home run? Uh, Vogelbach to hit a home run. Vogelbach is a slob. I celebrate him. He's plus four ten. Right, plus four ten. He's got a big. 
Yeah. <laughs> plus four well, he's gotta be at least two fifty, two sixty five, two seventy. He's a fucking house. We might see but, him July fourth, right beside uh, Joey Chestnut. One of these I guys. would look at him. If you were looking at Cruz to hit a home run, I would take yeah. Reynolds off and put uh Vogelbach on because Vogelbach hit the warning track twice and hit one out yesterday. Reynolds hitting three. I don't know if he can right. do We spent a lot, lot of time talking about this Brewers Pirates game, I gotta say. And uh <laughs> Shaq, much Marty like. bet on a Nationals <laughs> Pirates game. How how bereft uh, of options are you? It was at, it was on at one o'clock in the afternoon. That's it's what true. it was. It's what we need want. more on in the middle of the day. That's the yep. problem. You roll with the times. All right, let's take a quick break, and then I think uh, Babyface Joel Solomon has some kind of trivia game set for us. Mm. We'll be right back. All right, babyface, I know it involves the NFL. You said we would like this. You said we could all compete. And uh, what do you got cooked for us? All right, we're so desperate for uh, NFL news. So with the NFL releasing their top 10 selling jerseys of 2022 thus far, I mean, we know we have the uniformant. So if anyone knows about, uh, you know, best-selling jerseys, I figured it would be him. But let's put you all to the test. Wanted to see if, I guess, collectively, or we could go around the horn. Let's do it, uh, Sports Geniuses, right? Uh, one, like Martin goes, I go, Sheck goes, and then Martin goes, right? We'll, we'll see until uh, someone bows out. So this is top 10 selling NFL jerseys. Martin, you start Ooh. us off. Don't look at Martin. It really looks like he's looking something up here. Oh, Come no. on, Marty. Show them no, mitts. I, Come on. Show your mitts. Everybody's right here. No, what I, what, he, he already what I clicked on up? the site. He already clicked no. it on. Yeah. No, so. I didn't click on anything. What I honestly, what I just put on is the Guardians Twins game that I just bet on. All right. Um, no, uh, how did you cover go, your eyes, Marty? I don't know if you're first, trustworthy uh, at this point. First up one I'm going to go online. with is Josh Allen. Josh Allen. Is he in the top 10? Josh Allen is coming in. I'll give you the specific number. Number two is Josh Allen. Martin is is on the board. Well, Tom Brady has to be one of the top 10 still. Tom Brady, his Bucks jersey, number five. Okay. There you go, Shaq. So. Well, I hope this counts as going chalk. I'll go, if those guys are still up there, then so too is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes coming in at number nine. All right. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. Martin? Scary, a little bit. Okay, let's see. Let's see. All right. If that is the case... Then I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with Trey Lance. What? Oh my God! What's Trey what, Lance. What happened? What a well, reach! Think, well, I'm just thinking the guys who will be starting to coming up this year. Like I'm, I'm ah. thinking it's gonna be quarterbacks. I'm not thinking this would be like it would either to me it would be a guy who switched teams or a, a quarterback's about to start. All right, you give better get a Lance to reach out to grab that one. That one. I hope he's. T- I hope he's on this list. Give him the bad news. Home. Give him the bad news, Joel. The bad news is Martin is out. Yeah, yeah it's probably uh, Trey Lance too. So do they have a list? Do they have? Does the list go beyond ten? Can we? Do, do you know where Trey Lance is, or does uh, they only have the ten in front of you? This is this is it's, this is just like uh, it's it's only the top ten. It's like okay. side bet. Like, there's no side bet. There's no chance Trey Lance is in the top thirty. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll have to find that. Okay. So I'm now gonna I look go. that up now. All right. Since you're, I'm out. Okay. You're out. I bet he's not just, top fifty. As a matter, it's, it's of just fact. me and give Shaq. Me, you got to give me. You got to give me some odds, though. Hold if, on. If, but I, he's not top fifty. All right. I think uh, the quarterback of America's team, Dak Prescott's jersey, is in the top ten. Wow. I mean, maybe in Dallas specifically. What? We are ah, only. That's now, pathetic. We, that's we need, sad. We need Dave to. 
See, I was with seven. Dak, but I thought he's been there for a long time. Maybe I already you got ready? a jersey. Yeah. You ready? Well, I'm yeah. going to guess number one, but that doesn't count. I, this can't be held against me if I'm wrong about who Oh, get one the is. fuck out. I just got this list. This is bullshit. Okay. Go ahead. Justin Herbert must be on there. Well, hold on. That's your pick. You got you to gotta pick one. Okay, Justin Herbert. Yeah. Justin Herbert's my pick. Justin Herbert coming in at number eight. Oh, you got eight and nine? You win with eight and nine? Yeah, you're goddamn right, I right. do. That's the, that's the standard. Let All me right, give you another so who one. Else, what, Aaron Rodgers has to be on here, right? Uh, this is Dave's show now, sir. All right. Uh, Next Aaron up, Rodgers is not on the list. Wow. No, you know what? Yeah, because show. to Marty's point, right, Aaron Rodgers has been on the Packers forever. So right. Annie has recently behaved like a weirdo. That would combine to keep him out of the top ten. You know who oh. he is? Get ready for a stunner, fellas. New guy in a quarterback league. How about number eight? Kenny Pickett. He's in that top ten, I bet you, right? Not only is he in the top ten, he's in the top five, uh, beating out a- Tom Brady. I feel like my Trey Lance logic was sound as I look at this list to see Kenny freaking Pickett on it. Yeah, are, are, what, are people not buying jerseys anymore? They're like six, did Kenny Pickett's family buy six uh, jerseys? And and then then okay, wait, wait, wait. In the next hour, Kenny Pickett could be number three. So let's just... Here's another one. Let me just see how long I can keep this role going. Keep going. Aaron Do- Aaron Donald. Well, there you go. Roll stopped. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> Who else is on this list? You've got, the, you've, got the, list. you've got the wrong Rams player. Number seven, Cooper yeah. Cup. Yeah. Uh, number six, Mac Jones. Yes. I'll go backwards. Number 10, <laughs> Joe, Joe Burrow of the Bengals. And oh, then right. rounding out your top 10, number three, Devontae Adams on the Raiders, and your number one selling jersey of 2022. He hasn't even played a game there yet. Russell Wilson of the Broncos. Oh, wow. sure. Now, do you are you do you still want to tell me that Trey Lance isn't in the top 50 when you see that that new quarterback on a new team, Russell Wilson, Mac Jones in his second year, and Kenny Pickett in his first year? Are in the top ten. Well, nobody wants a jersey of a guy who might not start, though, Martin. That's the thing. He's going to start. Garoppolo's not going to be on the. Garoppolo's yeah. not going to be on the team by start of training I, camp. I'd be interested in what a, what a gut punch to oh, the that alleged sucked. America's team that their quarterback isn't in the top ten. That's, uh, that's, people aren't wearing jerseys. Changed. Maybe you know Dak Prescott socks. I better through the roof though. Right. Well, what surprises me, I wouldn't think it'd be the quarterback. I would have thought uh, 11 from Dallas might have been on, might have made this list. That yeah, would have right. been my Dallas yeah. jersey, I would have thought. I just thought quarterback automatically. Uh, the, all right, so the ones I'm most surprised at, still Aaron Rodgers. I know if you have, you, you figure if you probably have a Rodgers jersey by now, that's the thing. Um, Derrick Henry, I would have thought, would be on that list. Um, who else am I missing? I don't know. I think Check, young, if you, if young you have, if you have, guys. If you have Kenny Pickett, why isn't like Trevor Lawrence on there? I bet I bet, bet Najee Harris is because there's you know there are brands that rise above the Jacksonville Jaguars aren't as popular as the yeah, Pittsburgh well, Steelers are. I bet Najee Harris is up there too. I would have expected to see Justin Fields. That would have been right. Like Justin, like that was that was that was was all my guesses were young quarterbacks in big markets mm-hmm. with popular teams. In the age of free agency, though, you know, you and jerseys being expensive, how many are you going to buy? You got to, like, get your gamble has to be um, this guy's going to go play, and I think there's some skepticism around Justin Fields, and I legitimately think that that's part of people buying jerseys calculation. I, I wonder, um, I'm trying to think of those, where, I, you know, Deshaun Watson, 
is well, a fascinating yeah. they, they one. Wouldn't, they wouldn't even printed the list if uh, Deshaun Watson was top 10. Or they, they, he could be top 10. They, they didn't put that in there. Who knows? But you don't just don't want to be seen in public with that right now, right? A year from now, it'll be fine. I wonder fine. if you can buy a Deshaun Watson Browns jersey right now. Yeah. You know, NFL.com is good to pull their stuff. I mean, I'm yeah, sure spaghetti, you could buy one. But spaghetti makes an interesting license. point. What were you saying here, Spaghetti? Well, like you guys were bringing up that, like Chuck was just saying, the NFL jerseys off of NFL.com are quite expensive, even if you get like the, the basic replica yeah. one. So you have people like myself and Meatballs who use like these like Chinese websites like yeah. DHG or whatever, and we get the the jerseys, any sport, you can get them for like 18 to $24. So you get a bunch, right. but the obviously those aren't being counted in the statistics. Uh, yeah, I this. just looked it up. Dak Prescott, number one on all Chinese websites. So I was right. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Well, what are you going to do? All right. Well, good, jo- good job, Jack. What, 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 where's uh, Jacob Truba in the NHL top? Oh, man. Is he in there or no? <laughs> I got to get me an eight. I got to get me one of those. Kenny freaking Pickett. All right. Well, we went through a lot. That's yeah, I know. That, that's stupid. That's dumb. That, that's like, face, that's, that's why I pulled it up. All right. You know what's not dumb? July prop culture. Do it extrapoints.com slash arcade. Uh, thank you for Joey Chestnut for being on. Babyface Joel Solomon, thank you for that meaningless quiz you put us through right there. Uh, and what are we going to do? Oh, minus three, Shaq. You're on with Kevin Hench sometime today, right? Yeah, we're going to spin with uh, with Hench, and we already are ahead of the game because we, were, we had a nice reunion mm. earlier in the week on minus three with one Ike Taylor, number two, oh, four, weighing in on the 2022 Pittsburgh Steelers and Lots of the entire division. Great stuff about Lamar Jackson and Joe Burrow and all that. And Le'Veon Bell, who you brought up, is fighting Adrian Peterson at the end of the month. And I, I, love, I love it. you got to go back and listen to this, Martin, because Sheck goes through like a 10-minute preamble about why Le'Veon Bell left the Steelers. And then uh, Ike Taylor's like, no, that's not why he left. Oh, Ike, Ike, isn't, Ike isn't wrong, but I'm not wrong either. And I, di- I know it for times. a fact. I know what you're saying. All right. No, I, I, I know I'm go. right. And then he completes the circle. Like once the season got going, what yeah. happened was another matter. But the matter that matters most going ahead is we, we got to get to that fight. We got to get there. Yeah, right? it's going to be fun. Go it's see. out here. It's at crypto. Right. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, so who are you just sight unseen? Who do you think has the, the edge here between Trey Peterson Lance. and Bell? Oh, uh, I just think Peterson's meaner, <laughs> so that's what I'm going with. I, mean, I just the, had this vision of Adrian Peterson following Sean Payton down the sidelines for that brief cup of coffee when he was with the Saints. He was so mad about getting yeah, taken out of the that's game what on I mean. third down. Yeah, if anger translates into, um, you know, I don't know who's in better shape at this point, but maybe Peterson. Yeah, I mean, if it matters, if it matters to actual professional boxers. Mm-hmm. Um, what your age is, then shouldn't Wait, it matter wh- here, too? I don't know who's a better fighter. What do I Hold know? on a second. Who, who throws hands better between those two guys? But if we're just assessing it, two high-end athletes, one is, what, eight years older than the other? Doesn't right. that matter? Hey, yeah, hey, there's no, there's no odds on this. Uh, yeah, Eddie Spaghetti just put in the chat something that I have to interrupt all the conversation for Go because, ahead. like, what the fuck? USC and UCLA are planning to leave the Big Ten or leave for the Big Ten as early as 2024. Wow. Move uh, asterisk wow. has not been finalized at the highest levels of power, and I just would like to say, Michigan, spend some damn money. Wow, oh, that's not good for Michigan. 
It's not it's, good. No, because that was going to be Ohio Penn State. For Michigan. It's going to be Ohio <laughs> State. It's going to be well, USC. Team. He's going about his team. Regionally, this is a disaster. I mean, they're going to play on the live tour, aren't they, USC? They're going to move over <laughs> there. I can tell. Just a matter of time. I think this, you know what? My initial reaction right out of the gate is hmm. this is bad and is I, I love regionality yeah. and that's what makes college sports better than uh, or what gives hmm. it relevance in, in the sea of sports. But this is ultimately good for those of us who want an, a, a better Final Four. This will be good. What you need is four power conferences to yield its champion so you have those four teams playing each other. That This dissolves the Pac-10, right? Pac-12, Yeah, whatever, right? so who's Oregon? What is Oregon going to do now? Is it going to be, are we going to got to care about Oregon-Stanford that much? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I, I don't love this because you can only still play 11 games in a season, right? Like It's not baseball where there's a 162 games, so you still have to fill your schedule with Big Ten teams. Like USC is going to play... They're, they're going to play Iowa on, on a, in October. Like I don't know. It's just a, this I don't sucks. like. I don't like. I don't like it. You know, aesthetically yeah. at, at, at to start Big Ten to start your Saturday, right? With the, with the leaves and the steel gray sky, and then it's time for Pac-12 football where it's sunny. And what the hell is going on in the? We're in the same country, and the weather is that different. This stinks. UCLA playing against. I mean. You're going to get UCLA against Maryland, and that's a Big Ten game. Right. I know. All right. Well, robot umps and California in the Big Ten 2024 is going to be crazy. Uh, a reminder to everyone out there, you may feel like underdogs, but please remember, you're all my favorites. 